Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Learning to Fly the Podcast. On today's episode, we're talking about In the Dark, Soft Earth by Frank Watson. And this is an incredible collection. I um, pre-ordered it about six months before it came out. Um, I have read the thing probably 10 different times. And it's one of those ones that's really hard to leave a review of because every single time you reread a piece of it or you reread the entire collection, you have a different take. So it's very, very hard to leave a review um, other than I love this and that's not very helpful. At least not from my perspective. So instead, we're going to read a handful of poems and discuss them. And hopefully you'll be able to find your way to this collection if it's one that's speaking to you. Leaf after leaf in the pure wind. Wind and sea, the leaves we leave for future generations. Little by little, the leaves line up to be lifted by the wind. Pure sky, awaken to the sound of a single leaf. Trees and skies, the generations grow from leaf to leaf. Running in the wind, searching for self in the veins of time. Water and life, a drop in the moon's midnight reflection. Moon and sea, the life force of the earth's wandering expression. Step by step across the plots of fertile earth, circumnavigating this pent-up globe from the smallest insect to the deepest roots that burrow in the earth. This is Signals of Infinity, and I love this piece particularly for blackout poetry, so I hope that you will enjoy that too. Carved Wood Love letters written before the dawn of time. We speak in smoke signals around in circles, vanishing to the touch. The rope intertwines us and binds us, hands and feet, as we set sail on silver seas. We shape time with a chisel following the lines of an afternoon eclipse. She is a sculpture formed from the lines of infinity laid out to rest on the bed of salvation. Ancient Lore He spent the ancient nights before a campfire lighting the walls with dreams of a world to come. In history, there is little but ruined towns and clouds to tell that story. Branches. Mind like a branch, reaching in all directions, stirring the sun until it burns, blinded in all perception. Jigsaw Theory. Jigsaw Night. Dyed red and blue, once more she's back together again. She put the pieces together one by one, but concluded that this life was nothing but a jagged edge. Born and reborn, burned in the deep daughter of trouble, formed from the particles of this fleeting life. She slides her problems into their compartments, but still they get all tangled up. In half and in half again, section by section, her thoughts expand and contract like a beating heart alone in the forest. 
rhythms. Dreadlock night. In the rhythm of her arms, we swing the blues. Oh, what she does to me with her cello strings. In the dark rhythms of the night, a cricket's cry. Here and there, a feather floating in search of home. Pierced by memory in a play made for the dreamless world. We sing by the grave as the woods grow to cover it all in this country made of trees. The music sleeps between the leaves. Jazz Notes Jazz notes, blue totes, cold air, and sudden stares. This bebop blue, this ragged zoo, the thin-skinned moats and sinking boats until we knew our time was through. Cinnamon. Home for cookies and her cinnamon touch. In the baked scent of her cinnamon kiss, I taste the day as it begins. Woman of raisins and molasses, cinnamon toasted flavors laced in every lick. I dream of spice and wake with the cinnamon flavor on my lips. Stained glass. To me... The words were like stained glass as I listened only to the music in her voice. A cup. She and I are not the same, and yet, a cup of tea. Is there something she wants to say? Her eyes speak, but no sound escapes her lips. Etched in ink, whisked to another time in the pre-dusk hour when light begins to turn shade by shade into a nighttime dream. Carved into the woods, in the shadows, etched in ink, in the night's unfold of the skulls and the whitewashed lies. Midnight Philosophers The philosopher spun a tune. And his only audience was the midnight moon. Floating in the midnight smoke, I fade like the howls of the wolf on a long blue night. To moan at the moon from the dead pool of collected souls. Spells. Singing in the... Singing to the moon on this night of earthly delights, my love for her was near defeat, and when I fell, it felt complete beneath her dress the moonlight rests in subtle shades of the spells she made. Garden In the garden of dreams, a little orchid bathes unseen in the rain. Violets in the midnight scent, stars in her eyes, a wall within a wall where all the secrets grow. In world of fragments, we piece it together in the walls we make. <clears throat> Paths. Raindrops falling on the window pane. She follows a random path through an unforgiving maze. Torn entangles the bramble litters the pathway that was to what once was. Her life entwines like an ink blot map, and every road leads to the unknown.
depths. The woods are quiet now, like river broad and deep. These phantoms of my father still linger in my sleep. Flushed in face, hair grown wild, reaching to the ground while holding up the sky, eyes a demon, and the depths are far, far below. We rise briefly from the abyss of this earthly silence to touch the sunlight before sinking once more into the land of shadows, where whispers bring the echoes of eternity. Destinations the spirits have fled across the sea, and all the gentle voices have washed ashore. There is time enough for weeping as the dust settles and all the books remain closed. Fool. He swirls his staff around the stars, a wand of, on a magical night, because he hides behind the fool mask. They cannot see they are that they are the greater fools. Entranced by the beauty of a rose, he falls from a cliff blown only by a gentle breeze. Fire above and water below, on solid earth he welcomes the wind with open arms. Strength. He's a lion at her dress. But she tames him with a sweet caress. She kisses him before the sun rises and the field turns into flame. He thinks he caught her with a lasso but slips it into his very own nose. In the dance of fire, he always burns out before her calming waters. On a boat to another land, she sets her dreams afloat, reading the code to the whole world in a single word. In the smoke of incense, she captures the spirit that fled her embrace first. In time, there is nothing weaker than strength, but in life, there is a kind of strength beyond one's death. Phantom Sings Dancing on the moor, the little creatures shaped like dwarves, I drink and drink some more. Amid the wild grass, the chilling sound of children yelling as they play, Who is he? Who is he? The phantom sings today. Drinking cider, sipping sweet, the spring delights of roses, bellowing the scent of things undone. White beard, happy belly, cup of wine that dances as I sway. Who is he? Who is he? The phantom sings today. Little people marching through the woods, telling tales of long-lost dead. Give me a mistress, give me a wife, in love with the sea, in love with the princess, I pray. Who is he? Who is he? The phantom sings today. Plum Garden They find a garden lush with plum air scents, and spring sun filters through the dew leaves. The subtle sighs arise with the fruit ferments, for Eden enters earth when the minds conceive. Within the garden, deep an oak tree grows, preserving plum and fruit from sudden squalls, with roots that sink in soil where wind oppose, to keep the flowers fresh as flurries for all. Emerging from the primordial chaos fair, this earth now holds the veins where the plum wine flows through autumn a trophy and the winter wears the holy roots renew, reach deep and grow, and nothing lies beneath these fruit-filled trees, so love fulfills with endless mysteries. So, 
that was all poetry from this incredible collection by oh goodness i'm doing it again by frank watson and this is in the dark soft earth I have read this book many times, and I truly believe it is one of the hardest things in the world to leave a review on, Um, but I did want to talk about it here on the podcast. Let me talk about today's sponsor real quick, and then we'll be back to wrap up and review. Hey, everyone. If you haven't heard the episodes yet where we talk about Grief Circle, Miranda Shea's baby, this wonderful, amazing, creative endeavor um, to handle grief, then I highly recommend you check out any episode with the name Grief Circle in the title. I also highly recommend you check out Miranda's website at M-I-R-A-N-D-A-S-H-E-H.com and find out more about Grief Circle directly from her. Also, I hope to see you at the next one. They happen infrequently, frequently. Um, You'll understand what I mean when you check that out. Alrighty. Have a great day, everyone. Let's get back to the episode. Alrighty. So as we come back to the episode, I want to firstly say that there is a really interesting effect about this book that I haven't mentioned yet. And that is that 90% of the poems in the collection are inspired by art and that that art either makes it in the book as a print or is referenced and then um, you get to go and do the exploring for yourself, which is a lot of fun, especially if you've never worked with Euphrasis poems, um, which is essentially what these are. And uh, Euphrasis is actually a very underutilized form of poetry, which is basically the art of describing art in detail and in emotional um, context through poetry and other worded writing. Um, I think this is a really fun type of poetry. I think this is something that is really creative and it's something that leaves a lot of room for leeway. But also it not only intertwines the old and what is considered modern, but it remains to be something that future generations can reference, can use, and can learn from in multiple ways and in multiple different voices because you are not the artist of the work, but you are the writer and vice versa. And I think that's really, really, really cool. Another thing that I want to say about this collection that should be enough to lead you to purchase it is that it's a thick boy for poetry. And yes, you can blame my time on Twitch uh, working with all of those write-ins twice a week for the entire month of July for that wording, but it is. It is a giant collection of poetry. It is filled with so many different chapters, so many different stories, so many different types of art that there truly is something in it for everyone. This collection is one that I highly recommend as a gift. This is one that I highly recommend donating to your local library. This is one that I have found in free libraries, um, the little ones outside of people's houses and in parks and things. And I think that There is definitely a reason that it's there, um, and there's definitely a reason that this book is 
um, just now starting to get the light that it deserves. So if you have not yet read In the Dark and Deep, I highly recommend that you do, and I highly recommend that you consider picking up a copy, if not for yourself, but for somebody in your circle. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of Learning to Fly the Podcast, and as always, we'll see you again tomorrow for more.